7.15 on a Sunday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio. You jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric. And I'm your co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we go through It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, episode by episode, scene by scene, in that order. And uh, <laughs> we talk about it, and we break it down, and uh, we have a good time. Yeah, we don't talk about them out of order. Certainly not sure. the scenes out of order. The scenes are in order. For sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's at least one thing we get right, that we talk about it in chronological order. Uh, Ross, I, I have to just get this out of the way right now before we start, we do anything. I take back everything I said about this episode. I and how much you hated it? <laughs> I never said that. No, but I, you didn't. <laughs> but I definitely enjoyed this, and it's definitely funny, and uh, I don't know why it wasn't in the rotation to begin with, but it's definitely it's great. It's just like any of the other ones. Yeah, it's a great half-hour television. It's awesome. Yeah, I think it's a lot of fun, and there's a lot of like good threads that they carry through this episode that makes it kind of like fun. I'm a self-proclaimed lover of callbacks, and that's what this. I mean, there's just so many here; it's amazing. I mean, there's one missed one at the end, but whatever. We'll, oh, really? We'll, oh, we'll get to it. I don't think I. I, I don't think I made the connection. It's a small one, but everyone's okay. talking about it all episode, and someone forgets to mention it. Or you school me on it, because I don't know what you're talking about. When we, when we get there, if you want. Or you can do it right, now. If I can remember, yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get started, I want to give a shout out to Jaron B for throwing us some uh, coffees, some hey. coffee bones. Yeah, we got a thing that's like, uh, people kept emailing us and saying, like, how can we help you, support you, whatever. So we set up this little coffee. What is it? I don't even know. You set it up. I'm not quite sure what it is. Yeah, it's called Buy Me a Coffee. So it's like a one-time donation to us for whatever reason you feel like. Yeah, we're not we would never I, I go out of our way to ask for that or anything, but people do ask us, so we thought, all right, fine. Yeah, and we're not like a, a Patreon no. level podcast and that would like be a monthly fee. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't well, know. It just seems we weird. Yeah, we would never and nor would we probably ever do I mean, why would we do that? <laughs> we wouldn't. I know, like we have the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we do appreciate, you know, whenever we throw, we do, uh, it does cost like $15 a month or something to host a podcast. Yes, which um, I've been paying that monthly <laughs> for quite a while now. So any donation just goes straight to that, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Jaren. All right, Ross. Um, wait, hold, on, hold on, wait a minute. Before we start, Ross. Yeah. Let's get na- can we get naked real quick? Let's just take our clothes off. No, we're not getting naked for this. <laughs> oh, look at you all of a sudden. Can't get naked with your buddy. Uh. <laughs> it's not about that. It's not sexual. All right, fine. Whatever. We'll keep our clothes on. All right. Season 7, Episode 11, Thunder Gun Express. Original air date is December 1st, 2011. Written by Dave Sharon and John Sharon. Directed by Matt Sh- Shackman. And Ross, what's that IMDb slash Hulu summary? I'm glad you said it like that this time, Eric. The IMDb <laughs> slash Hulu summary. Because the summaries are quite similar. IMDb goes, 
A presidential visit to Philadelphia threatens to keep the gang from seeing a new action movie, leaving Dennis stuck in traffic, Frank stealing a boat, and Dee and Charlie prowling through the city sewers. Okay. And Hulu's is a presidential visit to Philadelphia threatens to keep the gang from seeing a new action movie, leaving Dennis stuck in traffic, Frank stealing a boat, and Dee and Charlie prowling through the city sewers. Uh-oh. Oh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a lawsuit on our hands. <laughs> yeah, someone over at Hulu <laughs> got lazy. Now, why do you assume it's Hulu? Couldn't it be IMDb? Uh, I just feel like H- Hulu came after IMDb. Right, I guess that's true. Yeah, okay, fine. Well, then who do we call, Mister Mister Hulu? I think we call IMDb to sick their lawyers on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, that was the first time they lined up, huh? Uh, perfectly. Yeah. It's word for word. Yeah. Let's see if that happens again. If that happens, like, we just have to like take a shot or something. If they line up perfectly from now on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And what about in this episode? Uh, was written in 2011. Came out in 2011. What was going on in the world in 2011? Well, the biggest domestic box office hits for 2011, the top yeah. five, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you. Um, okay. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, Sorry. colon, part two. Okay, I saw it. Uh, number two, Transformers, Dark of the Moon. I don't think I've seen it. Three, The Twilight Saga, colon, Breaking Dawn, hyphen, part one. Never seen it. <laughs> it's like how to tell when you're done with these titles. Uh, number four. The Hangover Part 2. Have I seen The Hangover Part 2? I'm not sure. I don't think I did. I think I maybe only seen the first one. I, I think I saw one and two in theater. For the amount of movies I haven't seen, I've seen <laughs> that one in theater. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> and number five, Pirates of the Caribbean, colon, On Stranger Tides. Oh, man. I don't know uh, if I've seen that. It's hard to tell because I don't. I couldn't tell you one Pirates movie Difference from the other. Difference between the others? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen one of them. No way. Seriously? Not even just not the it's first one? It's just like one? not my type of movie. It's really not mine either, but they were such a huge like cultural thing. I, I definitely seen the first one. I probably seen the second one, but then I sort of dropped off there. Yeah. Well, I hate the ocean, so... <laughs> It scares me. Well, my favorite lines from The Simpsons is the sea captain where he says, Arr, I hate the sea and everything in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny for a a guy called the sea captain. (laughs) His whole identity is based on (laughs) something he hates. Yeah. All right. Nice, Ross. Thank you uh, for that update. Uh, It wasn't Thundergun. Thundergun was not on the list at all. No, I think that was not a movie. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. Cold open. 2.15 p.m. on a Wednesday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In the bar, the gang explains to Frank that they have tickets to see Thundergun Express. Uh, Pretty early in the day to go see a movie. And on a Wednesday? Yeah, it's Wednesday, 2.15. D gives us like a time update. So the movie starts in precisely 28 minutes. So the movie starts at 2.43 p.m. So like <laughs> on a no, Wednesday, it, it's the biggest movie in the like w- world apparently. The movie's obviously been out because some people have seen it. And the movie's been out for a little while. It's it, they love this movie so much they weren't there on opening night. Yeah, interesting choice by the gang. Yeah, to not uh, go see it right away, especially how impassioned they are by this. 
2011. It's hard to remember back, but when did we start ordering seats like to your seat? Like you, when you get a ticket in a movie theater now, you just sit in the seat that's assigned to the ticket. But it wasn't like that before. No, I think that's uh, quite the modern invention of ticket buying. I'd say well, after 2015, 2015. Oh, you really think so? So in 2011, we were still just buying tickets and sitting anywhere. I think so. Yeah. Like, if I had to say, yeah, because I remember, never mind. <laughs> I guess my thought was going, uh, I remember when I had Movie Pass, I was picking seats. Right. So that was like 2018-ish. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's 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 crazy because I'm I'm sure younger watchers of this show are like, what is going on with the movie? Yeah, theater? you can't just sit anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, but yeah, it used to be true chaos. Like, yeah, you just could show, show and go. Yeah, you like, could whoever's sh- gonna push the hardest, they're gonna sit where they want. Like you and I could show up to a movie theater and not be able to sit next to each other. That would right. be quite common. Yeah, that's like a Seinfeld plot of like saving sure. the seats and yeah. It was pretty wild. It was just, it was just like, I, you know what? That's something that I could say I do not miss. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think that makes the experience so much more enhanced to be able to select your seats. Like, yeah. gives you a like a peace of mind. I think. Yeah, because you would straight up have to like, if you were going to go see Star Wars or something, you'd have to get there like two hours early to be mm-hmm. able to get like a good seat. Like you'd have to sit. In, it, it was nuts. I had a thought, but like I don't know if it's consecutive or timeline wise i remember going to see one of the batman movies uh when it first came out this is like one of the big christian bale ones and yeah i saw this in like an imax theater it was like the only time i've ever been to an imax theater and i was front row because of how late we were friend of the podcast billy (laughs) gave me directions (laughs) and we were way off i remember when i went to go see the phantom menace we Star Wars The Phantom Menace we it was a bunch of our buddies and there was a guy who all we needed him to do was like move like two seats over and then we could all sit together he was sitting there reading a book I'll never forget this he was reading a book before the movie was starting and we said like hey man can you just like move over two seats and he looked up and just said no and then looked back to look at the movies and then the when you know the movie started like no one showed up to sit next to him he was by himself and he just did not want to move for us I'll never forget that. I'll never forget. What movie was we, this again? This is Star Wars The Phantom oh, the, Menace. Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, so we all, all had right, to well, sit in different spots, you know, but it was like, uh, you know. You didn't just like yell until he moved? If we, if I've seen, if I saw this episode ahead of time back then, yeah, I would have done the <laughs> strategy. Tried it. <laughs> yeah, I would have just screamed over everyone until they asked to switch seats, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay, yeah. So, 2011, they're over here, and they bought all the tickets, apparently. They've bought in the last ticket to this showing. And yeah, the they last get, four tickets. They got all their booze in a Tupperware here, which never mm-hmm. comes back. The booze never... Yeah, we don't ever see it. They never take it with them. It's just kind of like... There's a shot. There's a there's a picture on the IMDb. It's actually uh, under in the trivia section. Like, if you scroll down, there's, like, pictures from the set and stuff. And there's a shot of her... Of D drinking the shot on the street with Charlie. It looks like right before they're going to go into the sewer. Huh. And if you notice in that scene, D's reaching into her purse. She's going, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe she's stashed. Yeah, she's going to pull out. All right, let's do this. And she like, takes a shot. You know what I mean? But they cut the, her taking the shot there. Yeah, so you're, 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 she D checks her, her watch in. It's 28 minutes till showtime because Mac wants her to be accurate. 
Yeah, ment- uh, Max going over his mental checklist. Ma- Dennis, you get the tickets, right? Charlie, you, you get you get the booze. Like D, yeah. what, what's what's the time? Like twenty eight minutes. It, it's it does not line up to how the episode is. So like the time isn't like, that kind of a bummer. It's a little strange. They do that because the episode's only twenty minutes long, and really the countdown starts at twenty four minutes. After this mm-hmm. is like kind of like when the countdown starts. Tw- yeah, I think 24 right? seconds, twenty four minutes. Yeah, what I say? Twenty four minutes. Yeah, twenty four minutes is is the is the one where that's where it kind of she says twenty eight here, but after the opening scene is when the countdown starts. And yeah, we, mm-hmm. it's, I, it's supposed to be like the TV show twenty four. Have you seen the TV show twenty four? No, I, I wouldn't even know that's a direct reference. Yeah, when, you know, before and after commercials on the show 24, the time would pop up in the same way. Beep, 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 and it'd give let, you an update. let you know where you are. Yeah, because each season takes 24, it happens within 24 hours. So each episode mm-hmm. is an hour of that day. Day, yeah. So, yeah, they give you a little kind of like, okay, here's where we're at while this is going on. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's exactly, I mean, it's almost a one-for-one. One. I mean, it's exactly how they do it. So, yeah, this is supposed to be from the, the TV show 24. We, somebody on the Always Sunny set is a 24 fan. <laughs> <laughs> that that much is sure. Yeah, D, yeah. so they're, they're 20 minutes. They get all their checklists. And this is where, where Frank comes in and lets them know that the city is all jammed up because of Obama, President Obama. Oh, I forgot about Obama. <laughs> this Obama <laughs> thing is might like... be like best line of the episode <laughs> to me. Forgot Did... about Obama. He's like acting like a angry kid. Did Obama? Now I I couldn't really find anything because it's kind of uh, like pretty vague to look up. But like, did Obama visit? Is this based on something like a Philadelphia thing? Or I couldn't really find anything. I, I don't think so. It's just funny that this is the reason why the city's jammed up. And you know what? I'm going to maybe maybe say, like, okay, so this episode, right, it's about an action movie. And there's a lot of, if you notice, a lot of action movie type of things that happen throughout this episode. And mm-hmm. sort of having the president involved is an action movie thing. You know what I mean? Like, something is like, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in a way, it's like yeah. the president is involved in some way is, is an action movie trope. Oh, for sure. We're going to get a lot of them, but... It's it's funny that like they all kind of like encounter their own version right. of this, right? And it's like uh, we'll, we'll we'll get into it, but like it goes through like all the action movie stuff where there's like there's cars, there's boats, there's motorcycles, there's sewers, there's it's just like a it's like how action movies have <laughs> things that you know set pieces, uh, right? But yeah, so Frank's come in, yeah, they forgot about Obama, and. Uh, uh, they use, I love that the traffic is gonna jam them up. They bring that term back in there. That jam oh yeah, them up. Tell, jam us up, man. <laughs> they, they're Frank's like, you know, why are you so upset? Because they're gonna go see Thundergun. What the shit is a Thundergun? Are you crazy, dude? It's are like the cra- greatest movie ever made. <laughs> says, are you crazy? It's about this. <laughs> Dennis like <laughs> goes right into like a, a full explanation. Yeah, exposition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but how it's a, a warrior from a post-apocalyptic underground society who has to travel back in time to save <laughs> his lover from an evil robot army. Now, not even exaggerating, this sounds like a plot from one of the books I, I listened to. <laughs> like, not even joking. <laughs> no, like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I listen to a ton of audiobooks. I'm on my, like, hundred and something. And I do a lot of, like, action stuff and, like, post... Most of it is... I usually flip between cyberpunk... 
fantasy and post-apocalyptic. That's like the genres I flip through. And the mm-hmm. po- this truly sounds like, like this is author I listened to, Nicholas Sinsbury Smith. This sounds exactly like something. He, he's always fighting robots <laughs> and shit. Like this is definitely, <laughs> this is, I would definitely be interested in this story is what I'm trying to I say. I mean, it sounds like the tits. It does sound like the tits. A very frank expression. They, this, the ta- now we get the tagline for Thundergun, which is no hesitation, no surrender, no man left behind. Man left behind. The no man left behind part is kind of like, it doesn't really fit to this, what he described as the story. It sounds like he went back in time alone. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's sort of like, <laughs> no man left behind is a weird one. I don't know. No hesitation, no surrender. No man left behind. Uh, I mean, I guess no man left behind in this case is like the future of humanity. You can't leave the future of humanity behind. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Do you, now, now, did they get Frank a ticket? No. And what am I, your daddy? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't just buy tickets for people. <laughs> What am I, your daddy? It, it it does sound like each of them have their own individual ticket because they all show up independently. Yeah, I was going to say that because I thought uh, Dennis had the tickets, but I guess he right. dispersed them to everyone. Um, he must have, yeah, because they all do show up independent of each other. And get in. Yeah, and get in. And this is where they're like, oh, we got to go. The clock's ticking. And we end this on 22 minutes and 57 seconds on the clock. I, I kept I kept track of the time. So we're going to keep track of all the how this is flipping through. All right. So we're basically at 23 minutes, right? Yeah. We're basically at. Yeah. We're basically at 23, 22, 22 minutes and 57 seconds. Yeah. So D- but the episode only has about like 18 minutes left. Right. So uh, D starts it at 28 minutes. So now we're right. at 23 minutes. We're supposed to believe this whole interaction took five minutes. <laughs> well, you know what? You That's funny. Okay, so let's say let's just say we get the title card, Thunder, Thundergun Express. Let's get this out of the way. Do you like the, th- like the title? Do I like the title? Yeah. The guy hangs dong. I mean, of course I'm going <laughs> to like the title. Yeah, I like it too. Thundergun Express. All right, now that's out of the way, we can talk about the time. So right, at the end of that, if, at the end, so we're supposed to believe that that took four minutes, but I'm not sure five. because five minutes. Because at the end of that, it says twenty two fifty seven, right? Mm-hmm. And then the opening credits, and then we pick up with the scene with twenty two fifty six, and they're in traffic. Mm-hmm. So are we to believe they left the bar and got into traffic <laughs> in one second? Yep. <laughs> but you know what? It is? I think it's a it's a an editing thing. I think the twenty two. 57 the the original one should have went after the opening credits as if they talked and they left that was the five minutes mm-hmm. and now they're in traffic and all, you know what i yeah, mean I sort agree. of like they just sort of edited it like showing it too early it almost seemed like you know what i mean like that cut to the because it's like a skyline of a building when they show the numbers mm-hmm. that cut after they leave the bar is probably is supposed to I think when they started to get into traffic is twenty three what you know what I mean yeah, but yeah. it's sort of it's muddled because you're right I was like when it picked back up I was like wait they got into traffic in one second <laughs> <laughs> so with twenty two minutes and fifty seven seconds on the clock the gang hits their first obstacle and gets stuck in traffic uh wait, was this filmed on location yes do we know yes okay. Uh, I did look up some of the locations. So right now they're at 716 Sansom Street, Philadelphia. Um, th- so this is like basically like our Newberry Street. Like a lot of shopping, 
a lot of oh, okay, stuff right. like that. For those, for those, it's yeah, like our know, back Newbury bay. Street. Uh, yeah, Newbury Street is uh, like a street in Boston that is like where all the shops are. It's where everything is. This big ass long street. Um, it's kind of nice to have a, a, a an episode that is like showcasing Philly. I think like once a season they should do an on location outside in Philly yeah. episode. You know what I, I mean? I think so like, too. To f- to feel more connected to the city, right? Because it's the sixth member of the gang. Right, yeah, it's so it's in the title. I mean, it's, right. it's there. It's it's yeah. It should be as part of the show as any anybody else. Yeah, Philly, and it's funny what they make Philly out to be like. Right, <laughs> you know I mean? like the we get to see uh, some Philadelphia hospitality from Frank later. <laughs> yeah, right. And you know what? They do the same thing. Like that'd be a same joke they would make in Boston. Welcome to Boston. Yeah, Can you see that being like the same like punched exact in the face joke? or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they're in traffic here. They're in Dennis's Range Rover. Frank thinks this they're in traffic because it's all the immigrants that are coming to see Obama. Now, <laughs> why would immigrants <laughs> come to the country just to see Obama? <laughs> That'd be like me going to like France to see whoever the whoever's in charge of France. I think he's just. I think he's just being racist and just calling like like you know how like those racist people would call any Spanish person an immigrant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even though they, they're, like, ninth generation born here, they would still say, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, I think yeah. it's, it's Frank just being, like, old and racist. Now, I, let me, I wanted to get this out. Now, he says, he says this, that there are all these immigrants here <laughs> yeah. trying to see Obama, right? Now, I don't know. I, I apologize if this is me being racist making this connection. Of Elena? Yes. Is that why she's like Spanish? I was thinking that is too. Because what he's or she, yeah, she definitely has like a, a, a like they play the flamenco music when she comes out. She definitely has she an accent. Yes, yeah, she does. Yeah, she says C at yeah. one point. Um, she, she even she, one, my favorite. I don't want to spoil it here, but one of my my favorite line is from her when she says. Um, uh, Esta bonito to Max Helmet. She says she was I esta bonito, which <laughs> means it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she speaks Spanish. I mean, is, now I, I hate that I made that connection because I don't think just any Spanish person is an immigrant. That's not what I think. Well, but that's when, what Frank is when saying. Frank is bringing it up, and then we see a Hispanic person later. Uh, right. We kind of start to wonder. Mm, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I that was like, might oh, be uh, a direct connection. Because they never call it out. They never specifically say it. And she's not there to see Obama. She's there to see Thundergun. I mean, Mac does say some... Yeah, of course. ...uncolorful yeah, Mac turn. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't like it, but... <laughs> yeah, he does do that. But I don't know. Okay. I just wanted to get that. I, want, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't me, like... No, you're racist, connection. but also <laughs> the show is, too. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I that. Yeah, 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 I'm going to cut that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so yeah, so Frank now Frank is in the car and he doesn't have a over, ticket. And he doesn't have a ticket, and they point that out, and he says he'll scalp one, which I guess you could maybe do if somebody came with an extra ticket. Mm-hmm. But who's doing that for movies? Right, it's not like a Bruce Springsteen the, concert. Right, where you could just get a ticket and stand anywhere. It's like like once they're sold out, they're like it's like. Not that many tickets, you yeah. know? And then he says he'll sneak in, but where would he sit? What would he do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He'd sit on the, the <laughs> stairs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
and I love this. So he goes, I'll sneak in. I sneak in all the time. <laughs> it's like somebody that doesn't does never sneaks into anything would say. Oh, yeah, I do it all the time. Dude doesn't need to. <laughs> Again, Frank is yeah. a millionaire. <laughs> Uh, they're, they're hoping again we talked about this a little earlier but yeah they're hoping they don't get split up where they have to sit all over the place and if they do this they have a str- they have like a known strategy yeah they're all kind of in the know if we split up we just yell over everybody until each other gets annoyed with us and they switch seats and then frank for seemingly no reason thinks well and we could also call in a bomb threat <laughs> that, that'd be pretty thunder gun to delay the movie I think the later movie so that they get there on time. Okay. I think that would I think that would cancel the movie, quite frankly. <laughs> I think it would, yeah, I think it would very much cancel the movie, <laughs> but also it wouldn't like allow them to sit next to each other, you know. Right, that's why it seems like <laughs> of sort place. of a non sequitur almost. Yeah, yeah, it's like not what they're talking about. Uh but that is that is a little setup there that it, about a bomb threat. Mm-hmm. And talking over each uh, other. And talking over each other. Yeah, that's right, some foreshadowing. And they start complaining about Dennis's driving, how they want him to... I would. This would aggravate Dude, the shit out I, of me. <laughs> I hate when people are talking to me when I'm driving, especially if it's, like, high pressure time-wise in traffic. Yeah. And, like, what do you want... Like, he says, where do you want me to go? Like, <laughs> like what do I do? Right. Uh, like, I'm just going to be in the same traffic. And even when they say, oh, slide in front of that Prius, he's like, oh, I'll just be in front of it instead of next to it. Like, what is the difference? <laughs> yeah, right. I agree. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. But definitely. We get some impatient in- in- passengers here. So, and Mac actually spills some tea here with Dennis. That it's not. It's not only that he does everything slow. You should see him bang chicks. Now we're kind of like expanding Mac's role in the Dennis system right now, right? Is this part of the mean? Dennis system or no? Because prior we seen no, no, him no. be like, "Hey, I'm the guy that reads books and is scared of spiders." Right. Right, his his role is to be in the living room so that they have to go in Dennis's bedroom. Mm-hmm. That's his role. But then he's taking it upon himself to burst into the room, <laughs> which which messes Dennis Wait, up. Yeah, which I have problems with that because we hear <laughs> of how many locks that there are. Right. Remember, Allison's like, "What's with all these locks?" And he's just, she, he's like, "I just want you to be safe." Like, how did Mac <laughs> barge into a room with a bunch of locks on it? You're right. I didn't even make that connection. I forgot about that because he's listening to the same tape. He starts the Allison tape mm-hmm. and he locks the doors. And then in the Allison tape, she bang- she comes through. To- Mac comes in. Yeah. And he has to start over. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. I'm not sure. Maybe Mac has the keys, the combinations. I, mean, I don't know. It's a lot of, lot of locks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about that. You're right, though. Uh, but, yeah, that's what he does. He barges in. Tries to see them naked. And Dennis has to start the whole process over again. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. So we get a nice, some nice Dennis system kind of callbacks here because that's what he's doing. And I always talk about the Brian Lefebvre episode. That's another like all-time favorite episode of mine the, when, you, when right. Dennis wants to get I, off. I, I, I love that one. It's, yeah, it's an all-timer. I mean, <laughs> it really is. Uh, and the way Dennis... Like, Dennis is, has a process. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not right. just about banging them like Mac is saying. That's not it for him. He needs no. the whole everything. Yeah, he needs this woman to think like she's having the best experience of her life. Like, <laughs> like he needs to like imprint on that person. Right, and he's he, he's tricking them. He wants to trick them into this. That's what he's getting off on. You know right, I mean? like, this like tricking. complete forgery <laughs> of emotional connection. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, that's a, it's a pro. And he even says the Mac like you don't understand. You know what I mean? You don't understand what I'm right. doing. It's messed up. <laughs> it's, 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 wow. Dude, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah it's freaking. <laughs> yeah, of course. Jesus. Of course. Uh, but Charlie doesn't care about any of this, and he wants him to thunder gun it up there on the curb. Thunder gun's not a verb. Stop using it as a verb. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. It's a man's name. <laughs> Just calm down. We'll get there. So his name is Thundergun. Now, here's a couple things about this. When it's written out and, and it's written out in the in the title card and we see later a like a little billboard kind of advertisement thing on, on a train, mm-hmm. it's written in two spaces. It's Thunder Gun, not one word. It's two words. Thunder Gun Express. Three words. That's in the title yeah. card. That's the title card. And that's what it says on the poster, Thunder Gun. There's two separated. Mm-hmm. So it makes you think it makes you think that his name is first name is Thunder <laughs> and his last name is Gun, right? Yeah. I like Thundergun as one name though. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, well you well you know what? I watched the sequel to this, Thun- Thundergun 4 Maximum Cool, mm-hmm. just to get I don't know, a little taste to, of what's in the future, yeah. what might be relevant to remember. Yeah, his name is actually John Thundergun. That's what it is in that episode john and the last name is one i love that (laughs) though it's such a boring first name (laughs) yeah it's just like all the action movie guys yeah just like john john rambo john uh, yeah john john (laughs) thundergun (laughs) which yeah so so it is is his last name thundergun and i love the using it as a verb too it works oh hell yeah you could verb any noun (laughs) uh Fight could walk faster than this. And then they all kind of like think for a second <laughs> and they just like yeah. get out of the car. And uh, this action movie music starts. You know, it's like yeah, kind of like this. Like... We, that's, it's the same action movie music we hear when we see the 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 timer, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They play it then too. Yeah. It's action movie stuff. And uh, they start leaving Dennis behind. And running away, and uh, Mac does his, does his first, we'll be back for you. <laughs> now, this is something I've seen on the trivia, um, and I, have no, I, have, I haven't seen the movie, or so I don't know how to corroborate, corroborate this, but this is what it says about that line. Okay, this is from the IMDB trivia. It says, Mac says, I'll come back for you twice, once to Danny DeVito. This is an obvious reference to the Romancing the Stone in which Danny DeVito starred in and his brother in the movie yelled the same line to him. That's how it's written. It's not written very well. I would clean that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but what I, it's I get trying, the gist. What Danny it's, yeah, DeVito what it's trying says to say this that, at one point in a movie? Oh, in the movie, Danny DeVito's brother says it to him. I'll, be, oh, I'll okay. come back for you. Says it to Danny DeVito. I guess. I'll come back for you. I don't even know if it's yelled because I never, I didn't, I never seen the movie, so I don't know anything. About, like, but that's just what it, I thought that was kind of interesting. If it is over, it's more seems to me to be just like an action movie. I think so too. More of an action trope. movie trope. And also, we need them to break the the break no off. man left behind. Yeah, yeah, like the to like be like the, you know. they're so not thunder gun. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah, they're not thunder gun. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing, if it is true. So then, after D, Charlie, Mac, and Frank bail on Dennis, they decide to jump on a trolley. Uh, this is another action movie thing, like a train. You know what yeah. I mean? Like having some sort of train and jumping Hop on and a running. Train, like, run to catch a train. Yeah. 
I'm with it. I like it. So they're running through the city here. You have anything on this police officer they run into here? Traffic officer is played by Stephen Hill. He was in Dead Man Down, Widows, Draft Day, Magnum P.I., Boardwalk Empire, Luke Cage, and Blue Bloods. Nice. Uh, well, he tells them that clo- the streets are closed all the way down to spring. I got. I hope that got some Philadelphia fans excited when he says all the way down to spring. I don't know what that means. Yeah, but I'm I, don't, sure I don't know either. Something in Philadelphia. But it'd be like saying all, all the way down to Boylston or something. And you know, if a Boston, you'd be yeah, like, yeah, oh, okay, a well, reference. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so right now where they're standing is about a mile away from where they previously were in Dennis's car, but further okay. west. So. Right now, they're west of, like, the heart of Philadelphia uh-huh. in Dennis's car. So even okay. further away from their destination. Why? How do you know? Because you know, you know I mapped where the this theater out. Is that they're going? Yeah. Okay. And you know the theater that they're going to, the Living Arts? Theater yes. of the Living Arts? Okay. So uh, they traveled a mile further away from um, interesting. the theater from leaving Dennis's car to now get on the train. Okay, okay. So they're at 7030 Terminal Square, Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. All right. No, very uh, very pinpoint in that. You're like a Well, I was able to look at it. one of the um, banners, and I just Google right. based on like locations. <laughs> so the previous location I looked up in Dennis's car is a pizza place that's closed called Paul's Pizza. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, so yeah, they're talking to this cop here. He won't let them buy, so they're going to come up with a new plan of entry. Uh, attack the target from a different angle. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what are you talking about attacking? <laughs> it's true, too. Like yeah. Especially with the president in town, it's like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> I have to ask. <laughs> well, no, 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 they're not terrorists. They're, they're actually going to go see Thundergun. And this cop has seen Thundergun. You know what's so funny? Like, most of their problems could be solved by just explaining things like this. <laughs> but they totally. often don't. <laughs> this is the first time they do. It, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the cop understands. Like, it's the best movie he has ever seen. Best movie he's ever seen. And we forgot to mention it earlier because they do mention it earlier that he hangs dong. <laughs> he hangs right. dong in this movie. Dude hangs dong. <laughs> I like how cops on board. <laughs> he's like, dude right, hangs exactly. dong. Like... Everyone's on board with the dog. <laughs> right. I wanted to see that. Like they're all like <laughs> excited for it. Uh, uh, can you remember the last like R-rated action movie or something you saw where you saw a dude hanging dong? Have you ever? I've never seen a dude hang dong in an action movie, but I will say I did watch Lethal Weapon on an airplane. And there's yeah, 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 a lot of ass. Yeah, shit, there's right? a lot of ass nudity, like at the very beginning. <laughs> and the drink uh, person came by exactly when like Mel Gibson's ass is like completely on display. I'm like, okay. That was such like a an eighties like Trope. action movie thing. You have to, yeah, sh- you have like to the show guys- the guy's ass. Like he's he's a sexual object. Yeah, right, like like Van Damme's like ass. Like we gotta Got get him. Van Damme's ass in this. <laughs> Dude hangs ass. Dude hangs ass. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, yeah, Thundergun, who we later find out is Dolph Lundgren. They don't say in this episode, but he hangs dong. They actually in the in the in the next Thundergun episode, they show scenes from Thundergun, like with Dolph Lundgren. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but they show the scenes. What season is that? 
oh, dude, it's way out there. I I went. It's like thirteen or fourteen. Okay. Yeah, it's outside my like regular reference basis. Of course, because we need to like we can't get confused. Right. We need to like stay where we are, and we won't cover that for like. We'll Twenty be like, years. I'll, I know. I'll be like fifty-five <laughs> by the time we cover that. Uh, yeah. So they're like, okay. They they think about getting a cab. Dee suggests a cab, which is crazy to me because they were just in a car. Right. That's a lateral move at best. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no. And then they see the tro- They they call it a trolley. We call those trains here. Right? We you For never sure. call it a trolley. Even right? if it's above ground on the street, it's a train around here. And we have the same ones. To me, that looks like like the Green Line yeah. like going into Brookline and stuff. That's like the same type of train. Yeah. But we would just say train. We would. I, I, nobody calls them trolleys around here. But maybe that's what they call them in Philly. Yeah. So, yeah, they get the trolley there. Just like an action movie. The music kicks in. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they start running for this train. <laughs> yeah. Action movie. Shit. Yeah. For, uh, Charlie rips open the door. He climbs in. Yeah. He's right behind him. Mac is like, welcome back for you. He's actually <laughs> yeah, encouraging Frank, Frank to 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 make it, but Frank kind of gives up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the cop just lets that happen. These guys like pull a door open and run on, jump onto a tra- <laughs> to a moving trolley. <laughs> and there's a there's an ad for Thunder Gun on this train, right, <laughs> right on a, the side. Cool detail. Yeah, I like that. Makes it like a a world reference, you know. Yeah, and they you know they went out of their way to make the prop. It's cool. And the train says "Go Phillies," which. I'm sure it doesn't say that. It probably says the next stop or whatever. Right. Of course. Of course. But they probably couldn't put it or whatever. So, yeah. They just put, go Phillies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we get another, I'll come back for you. And then with 16 minutes and 47 seconds on the clock, we see Dennis in traffic listening to his weird tapes. Uh, he wants to prove he's not slow to himself or? Yeah. He wants to, he's like putting himself under review. <laughs> So he's talking to himself a little bit here. But that's just because he has things to say, you know? And he has proof. He pulls his little box out. Yeah, he pulls a cassette tape um, holder. I, I never had one of these. Did you have one of these? No, we by the time like cassettes like by the time we like developed music and started like we had buying we had music, CD cases. CDs, yeah. yeah there's no no cassette. Even 2011, he's pulling a cassette. He has a cassette player in, his, in that <laughs> in that Range Rover. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> I guess Andy Bauer edition. Um. So yeah, he pulls out this leather cassette tape case, and he has a bunch of uh, homemade uh, audio tapes from his sexual experiences. Yeah. Let's see. We got Allison, Amanda. We got Brenda and Colette. Chrissy and Crystal, Leah and Mary Jane, Rebecca, Samantha, Stacy and Vanessa. Now, this is in alphabetical order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even more alarming. <laughs> the psycho is alphabetizing. That, that that begs the question, are there more cases in the back? I mean, what is this like the most does he file these in cassette case tape <laughs> cases by year? Like this is like <laughs> that year, because we've seen the uh, the VHS tapes, and that has that's a series of waitresses. <laughs> now, wouldn't that be funny if this said waitress in the end? That, that should be that waitress. It should line up like that. I think. 
now we know he takes videotapes. Right. And now we learn that he is audio recording. Is he taking the audio from the video? Why have the audio? For situations like this when you're in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have podcasts weren't really popular back then. That's true. Uh it's, so is he? He's kind of doing like like NFL, like re- reviewing the play. You he's know reviewing I mean? like he's the reviewing, tapes. <laughs> yeah, he's reviewing the tapes. This is psychotic. Can we? We should just get that out of the way. For sure. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he's flipping through them and he picks Allison, the first one. And now we start listening to this tape and we get some some callbacks here because when it starts off she talks about how the museum is closed right you know you, you know what this yeah, is yeah this is like you you have to make sure the destination of the date is closed that day so you can conveniently bring them back to your apartment this is like the that's like the first step that's literally, literally like the first step of the well it's not the, demonstrate value but it's not demonstrate value but it's something you do within the, <laughs> yeah within the scheme right uh then that's yeah we hear all those doors lock it's for her safety for her to feel safe <laughs> fast forwards the tape a little bit and then he's not talking about her father <laughs> so, you, so your father took off when you're pretty young huh that must have been difficult <laughs> i guess i could speed things up a little <laughs> yeah bit. why bring that up <laughs> <laughs> it's the process man don't you want to get off that's <laughs> <laughs> not how i get off dude <laughs> I don't know how I could talk about that and then have sex with somebody. Oh, I know. It's, it's nuts. Uh, so then we see Frank steal a river tour boat and give some people a tour. Right. So You got anything on this captain here that was going to run the boat? Yeah, Captain Tom is played by John Monforto. He was only in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so I don't really have information on that guy. Uh, strange. Yeah. Uh, Frank's gonna get a mile up the river. Just a not a bad idea. Just a mile. It's actually not a bad idea taking the river, right? If the if the dude, it's a rogue idea and it's an action movie <laughs> idea. So I'm on board. It's definitely an action. It's definitely, action, but it's like you know the traffic's all backed up. If the river's going the same way, it might be. Why not? It might get him down yeah. there. Yeah, but the river costs money, and he we know that he doesn't have his wallet. Right. But he does, for seemingly no reason, have 25 cents. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Why not just have nothing? You know what I mean? Like, he could just have nothing, but they make a point of him going, I have a quarter. Well, can't help you, pal. This guy's pretty dismissive. He's just like, can I get out of here, buddy? Yeah, well, Frank seems to be a nut. I mean, <laughs> he he doesn't even seem to hear him out. He's just like, ah, we got a tour going. Get out of here, pal. Yeah. And he says, can't help you, dude. And he walks away. And Frank, just like the tagline, no hesitation. Literally, the guy turns around. Frank just puts his hands up and walks onto the <laughs> boat. Like, it's not even like a... <laughs> he he steals it like within... Seconds. Ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't even really wait for the guy to leave the area. <laughs> <laughs> he literally just goes like, oh, as soon as the guy like, walks, he goes, up oh, and walks onto the boat. <laughs> like, All right. Uh, I'm new. Uh, I'm your new captain, Frank. I'm gonna take you up the river. Okay, here we go. What happened to Captain Tom? Uh, captain Tom turned out to be a goddamn junkie. <laughs> a goddamn <laughs> junkie. One of the best lines of the episode, I think. It truly because is. Because it feels like, so <laughs> improvised, doesn't it? Yeah, like the this last thing he's gonna say is, 
Yeah, and the last thing you're gonna say is a junkie. Like you couldn't even like, yeah, why, like <laughs> why that all of a sudden he's a junkie? <laughs> like, where did this come from? <laughs> Just the term junkie. He's a junkie. Of all the reasons he can't drive a boat up the river. Oh man, you got, you got anything on this tourist here or any of the tourists here? Uh so Passenger is played by Lehman Chen. He was in The Departed, Kirby Enthusiasm, Mr. Robot, High Maintenance, and MacGyver, uh the new series. And then we have another guy. Uh, he's credited as tourist. He's uh, his name is Garrett Ching. He was in Juanito, John Wick Two, No Boundaries, Tooth and Nail, and Hack. Nice John Wick Two. That's an action movie connection right there. Yeah. There you go. This translator, the translator guy, the guy that's the voice. He seems so familiar, doesn't he? Yes, like he he's definitely in something we watch, Curb. or he's been a, Curb. That's gonna be Curb or he, something. Let me th- he seems so familiar and. He has great like timing and oh definitely like, he, he's good. He really his, his translation is so funny because he's like confused. Like you can hear him being confused in his translation. And I, and I like how he presses Frank a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Why aren't you telling us about anything?" Like, like it's them interacting with like people. You know, right? What I mean? It's like people being confused by them. Yeah, he's like the voice of everybody. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah he's he's sort of like the leader of this little tour that they're doing here, mm-hmm. and he he wants to know. He, well, he tells them first, you're going too fast. Well, uh, it's the fast on? tour. It's the quick one, quick tour. <laughs> and he wants to know, like, why aren't you telling us what things are? Uh, like what? <laughs> like what is a very funny? You're on a tour. Like what? Uh, and they point over at some brick building. Uh, it's a big building. It's a brick building. Red brick <laughs> building. I don't know what the hell it is. It's an old building. <laughs> I was going to say, he says out loud, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, from the IMDb, according to IMDb, the, that red brick building is the AT&T corporate building built in 1972. Oh, that's amazing. I tell you right now, Ross, the last fucking thing I want to see in a tour is a goddamn corporate building. I know, right? It looks like <laughs> a corporate building. It looks like a government like institution yeah. building. Like it, It's not interesting. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Uh, but that's apparently what that building is. Nobody can hear him, so he's got to use the microphone. Mm-hmm. This is kind of where Frank slips into the role. Kind yeah, of. he's sort of sliding into it. Like he didn't. He was just like, whatever. I'm taking this boat. I'm driving it down the river. They started asking questions, so now he's just putting on <laughs> yeah. airs, I guess. <laughs> it kind of confused him that they were asking questions at all. Yeah. Like, he didn't know <laughs> right. what he was doing. <laughs> He, th- he thought this was just like a transportation vessel exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> Did you look up the river, the, the website? Yeah, so Schuylkill River is uh, one of the two rivers in Philadelphia. So Philadelphia has the Delaware on the right. It's on the east side. Yeah. And then we have we, the Schuylkill. We've, we've, seen, we've seen them interact with the Delaware. Right. Crap people. <laughs> Crap people now. And yeah. so now we're on the Schuylkill and uh, the I guess there's a website for this, but it's kind of confusing in what their mission is. No, no, I don't think there is. This riverloop.com I don't think exists any, either anymore or not. It sort of just sends you to a thing to link you to other tour boat things. Right, yeah. So Riverloop not... doesn't exist anymore, but the yeah. new, uh, I guess, edition of this does. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty. It's, it's like the Duck Tour. Exactly. Whatever, probably, like one of those things. Uh yeah, um. Uh, so he starts using the microphone, and he 
apparently the Schuylkill River, according to Frank, is home of weird fish-like creatures. Not fish. <laughs> fish-like creatures. Yeah. This is a very Charlie thing to say. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Fish-like and what creatures. Else? And th- it's the dis- it's the depository. Of the, I love that term, depository, of all the unsolved crime and murders in Philadelphia. And when this gets translated back, it is so funny. They're when he interested. Says, like, strange, <laughs> but like when he starts talking about the strange fish-like creatures, you can hear him kind of like being unsure. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like can confused, I see? Is like, this is real? Real? I like, didn't yeah. hear this on the last tour. I'm sure he, like, because if he's a tour translator, like. He's yeah. heard this a bunch of times. Or or yeah, or he's just been on tours. And right. Like, or just like just a hearing like a weird fish like creature. That's not a th- that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's suspicious. <laughs> so we end this scene with fourteen minutes and thirteen seconds on the clock. And then we pick up with fourteen minutes and twelve seconds on the clock. Mac, D, and Charlie run into another blockade, and D and Charlie head into the sewer, ditching Mac. Yeah, so right now they're at 255 South 10th Street in Philadelphia. So, okay. Yeah, they've traveled further east. So now they're like sort of, they're past the Skullkill River, and now they're okay. in like Philadelphia proper, kind of like our like downtown. Yeah, this is kind of like um, uh, government center ish. If okay, I had yeah, to like put the, like city halls there and stuff like okay, that. Okay. Yeah. Um I could be totally okay, so wrong yeah. about all of this, but this, oh, this sure. is what I'm guessing based <laughs> on the map. Uh and they're they're walking down the street here and they're talking about the trolley and how Thunder Thundergun would have been proud of them. They didn't hesitate, they didn't surrender. <laughs> we did leave a few men behind though. Didn't hesitate to leave those <laughs> men behind though. That's true. Now, this is on the trivia. I don't know why I'm compelled to say this is the type of trivia I don't like. This is trivia where it's just telling you what happened in the episode. Like so this is this is somebody wrote this as a trivia. The tagline of Thundergun Express is no hesitation, no surrender, no man left behind. In typical fashion, the gang leaves each other behind. First Dennis, then Frank, then Mac, then D. But they do it without any any hesitation. Also, when Frank is confronted by the police for stealing the tour boat, he immediately surrenders. He did, sur- however, surrender without any hesitation. It's like, yeah, we saw that happen. Yeah, <laughs> we saw I don't Frank surrender. What is that? It's not really like it's, it's just someone explaining. The, it's explaining the joke. It's someone yeah, like explaining like the, jo- the no hesitation. But it's like so obvious. That's what they're doing, right? <laughs> and even even D says we left them behind. Yeah, but we did it without any hesitation. D says right, that just trying to justify it. Yeah, it says it out loud. Like, like the trivia shouldn't tell us that. You know what I mean? She says that out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of an interesting trivia. I thought I was reading that trivia, going, yeah, I, I saw <laughs> that. I know that's what happened. Um, hey, Mac, uh, hung dong on the tr- trolley. What do you What do you think oh, about yeah. that? I, I noticed, but I ignored it. I saw it. <laughs> Look like a button in a fur coat. So wh- why Did is he hang? So <laughs> I was gonna ask you this. He pulled his dick out on the trolley. That's that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nuts. He hung dong on the train. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever hung dong in public? Have I ever hung dong in public? No, I've done the mangina in public. Uh, oh, that's true. I remember that story. <laughs> <laughs> on on stage because a band called me up and asked me to do it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but no, never hu- just like hung dog. Like no, like on a train. <laughs> no, that's like what? arrest, right? Yo, yeah, it's fucking madness. Diesel, yeah, it looked like a button in a fur coat, which is a very funny line. Now, this was in the trivia. I I don't know what this means, so I'm just going to take it that it's real, I guess. When Mac says he hung dong on the trolley, Sweet D says it looked like a button in a fur coat. This is a reference to Ryan Dunn of Jackass fame. Dunn was a very good friend of Glenn Howerton before he died in a crash three days before the start of shooting of season seven. You know you, Ryan Dunn from Jackass. Of course I do, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why this is a reference to him, but I don't know that much about Jackass, really. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, right, I'm not, I don't know what this is a direct possible reference to, and I didn't right. even know they were friends. They don't even seem right. like in the same universe. You <laughs> universe? <know? laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of a little interesting thing, because that is a very funny line. I agree. And if Thundergun's dong looked like that, he's leaving the theater. <laughs> she wants to get the money. Back. She wants the money back. Yeah, Charlie's just gonna leave the theater flat out. And I love how they sort of like start talking about something else. But Charlie wants to go back and get one more shot in at Matt <laughs> yeah. and says it look more like a ding than a dong, <laughs> which is another. Great he gets a high five out of D. <laughs> <laughs> they were like onto another subject, <laughs> right? And he went back to it. And Mac, he <laughs> tries to. He, he claims he got a lot of thumbs up <laughs> from everybody, but I don't know. I can't imagine that's true. But uh, they run into another roadblock. But what what, what would Thundergun do? Ah, uh, gee. Um, oh, shit. Okay, listen. Hear me out. Let's fire down that sewer. Frank and I do it all the time. I know my way around. We'll be over there in a jiff. Fire down, fire down that sewer yeah. is a great term. Uh, now they, Charlie has actually mentioned being in the sewer with Frank in a previous episode, and D gives birth. Looking for rings they have the s- and coins. Yeah, the sewer con- <laughs> We're going to get back to the sewer conversation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that is true. So he probably does know his way around. And, and Mac, no. Mac doesn't want to do it. But Dee's like, fuck it. We came this far. Let's do it. I mean, I like how game she is for this. But I don't know. I think I would be out personally. Uh, 100%. I I'm probably would have no. tried to jump on a train. But I would not <laughs> go into a no. sewer. No, no, yeah, there's just no way. And not only, like, so they start making fun of Mac here saying, like, oh, it's because you're not going to fit. You don't think you're going to fit down yeah, there. Yeah, and you're embarrassed by it. And you're embarrassed by it. And I straight up don't think anybody's fitting through there. No, no, hell no. Mac couldn't even, like, really fit his head, if you could see. Yeah, but I don't think Charlie or D's getting through that. You think no, so? No, 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 no. I don't think anybody is. But they're like, you know what? We're going to do it. And they, 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 we kind of like cut to them already down there. We don't <laughs> see them get in. And Mac is stuck like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, he sort of can't really get there at all. But you know what? It's all his muscle mass. He's, it's really he's like, too muscular. Yeah, he's too muscular. Yeah. It's stopping muscular. him from gaining access. It's from gaining <laughs> access. Yes, of course. Gaining access. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's all right because... D and Charlie will come back for him. Uh, but that's what I said to Dennis and Frank. And I was lying. And I was and I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. To just say yeah, I love that. Like, how that's... just honest you. And I was lying. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> they run away. I like how he gets a little <laughs> taste of his own medicine there. Yeah, yeah. So after not fitting in the sewer, 
Mac attempts to steal a motorcycle. Uh, out of the way, you fat dickhead. This guy. I mean, <laughs> what a great line. Out of the way, you fat dickhead. What the hell is this It's so drunk? rude. <laughs> now, is this guy supposed to be a Mac? Because he's got sleeveless. He's got a sleeveless shirt. I don't, I don't know about that. Galloway, like what he want, what dickhead. Mac wants to be in life, I guess. Kind of. Like, he's got the same, like, bad personality as Mac. I mean, I guess it's a little bit about who Mac wants to be. Mac wants to be a project badass, like yeah. tough guy. And um uh, yeah. Cuz this guy has sle- I know, this guy's sleeveless shorts made me think like, "Oh, is this supposed to be kind of like a <laughs> Mac kind of guy?" He like he this guy runs off and he leaves his keys in the bike and helmet. I feel like well, motorcyclists. People you leave the helmet. Do they? They leave the helmets. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I've seen that plenty of times. You'd leave a helmet there. Um, but I don't know about the keys. I mean. No, that's, that's uh, you're losing your shit there. Where, where's this guy going to go so fast? Where's this guy going? You got to take a piss? Where's he running off like <sighs> he that? He goes for? right into that like <laughs> corner store. Uh, yeah, like, he can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Motorcyclist is played by Damien Achilles. He's a uh, stunt guy. So he was in Blade, oh, okay. We Own the Night. The next three days, Pootie Tang, Ugly Betty. Yeah, just a stunts guy. Uh, Max jumps on his bike, takes his helmet, starts the bike, goes, I don't know, 10 feet, mm-hmm. and drops the bike over. Probably what I would it would happen to me, too. You know what? Uh, I always think about this. Like Motorcycles always look like they weigh a shit ton. They do, I like, think. How is anybody holding that up and then moving on it? Well, you, I mean, it's like physics but like when they do fall over i think it is like a huge like oh uh, you like really you could pick them up but it's hard I yeah, think. yeah. It's, it depending on the bike yeah matt can't matt can't do it he drops it over but it's because it's a shitty bike and he, he <laughs> and nothing else <laughs> and he runs off wearing the helmet so with 10 minutes and 29 seconds on the clock we see dennis accidentally hit the car in front of him so if we're going by the la- the time mm-hmm. that we're been happening this episode, it is now ten minutes and twenty nine seconds. Dennis has a, is about six minutes into this tape from the last time he was listening. Okay, it's been about six minutes, and this is where he's like, okay, he's starting to like get to it finally. I guess after six six minutes doesn't seem that long. No. I mean, I, believe me, I've never had a woman come over and I've had her in my bed in six minutes. <laughs> I mean, he could have been fast forwarding. We haven't seen him fast forwarding, but and this is where we hear Mac break into the room because, yeah, he broke through all those locks and and they talk on the tape a little bit. And this is where we get a nice Dennis call back where after Mac comes in, he has to re-demonstrate his value. Yeah, because Mac came in, he thought he heard his name being called. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Dennis asked him to leave his keys. <laughs> Why don't you leave your keys? Oh, maybe that's how he got in then. Because he has the keys. Yeah, but that's like a lot of locks. Like, if you... It, it's a blatant lie for Mac, is right. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, if you had to get through all of these locks, you know, there's no way you just heard your name and popped in. Dennis is going to start the Dennis system from D. He's going to start all over again from D, like right here. Like, Dude, it's a very delicate process. And I think if you <laughs> skip steps, so. like. <laughs> I guess so. Uh,. This is what she says, the, the woman on the tape, Allison, says that she's got to get home. Her mom's going to be worried about her. 
Your mom? Uh, how old are you? Yeah, we find out she's 16. 16? <laughs> <laughs> You're so, like, upset about it. 16? And uh, he starts saying, like, oh, shit, why, why do I have this? You hear on the tape, like, it's you hear on the tape, he does yell at her to get up. Yeah, well, so like, no, why don't you get it? Kind of cuts off. Which is but better. Decent of him, I guess. It's something. Yeah. It's something. I mean, it's Saving all face bad. a little bit. Yeah, it's all bad, but that is fucking crazy. 16, that is fucking nuts. Then he's like kind of like fiddling with the tape because he's freaking out about this, and he rear-ends the, the person in front of him. Mm-hmm. And a woman gets out of the car. Hey, you get anything on this woman? Yes. Elena is played by Marianne Gabello. She's uh, from Peru. She plays a lot of attractive women roles. So she was in A Change of Heart, Killer Defense, Vice Principals, Pretend Time, and Bachelor Trip. She gets out of the car here and this like sexy Spanish music starts playing. Yeah, it's like that flamenco do 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 do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of slow motion. Yeah, it's that like nylon guitar string stuff. Yeah, this is an interesting development. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, <laughs> problem now we got something going here. And he does this like bullshit fake, like I'm so sorry. Yeah, and he like Aww. waves her over. He does this like he like does this gesture with his hands, like puppy dog. So then in the sewer, D gets her shoe stuck, and Charlie ditches her. I gotta say, Charlie, this sewer is pretty gross, but it's not nearly as gross as I thought it was gonna be. No, it's not bad now, but like any minute, you know, like a wall of water could just come gushing through here. So we should oh, keep moving. Wait. Wall of water? Yeah, well, you know, it's not just water. It's like dog shit, street sludge. You know, they divert it to different channels throughout the day. Oh, my you know, God. It's, it's, it's sewage. It's yeah. sewage. Oh, you know what, Dee? Dee? Can we get naked really quick? No. Oh, right. Uh, do you mind if I do? Mm-hmm. Well, see, the thing is, like, if a, if a wall of water comes through, it's actually pretty sweet to be naked because then you can hold your clothes up, you know, and then that piss and shit just kind of flows over you. It's more refreshing than you think. And then you have dry clothes afterwards. It's a lot better than having the, the, the sewage on your clothes. I understand, and I'm a little relieved, but it's still not good enough for me, so I'm gonna keep my clothes on. Oh, look at Queen D, who's too good to get naked with her buddy all of a sudden. Okay, I don't, why are you making it about that? I just, I didn't want, you know what? This is a preposterous conversation we're having. I'm this, this is, is a functional conversation. conversation. This, this is, is a preposterous not, conversation. Not a As gross. As. And as what? She, 
as she was thinking. And, and you know, looking around, she's kind of right. I mean, <laughs> it's not it's gross, but you're thinking like a, you would think way worse than that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I would expect grosser. Like I expect like three inches of yeah. like, sludge. These and open toed shoes. Yeah. In general, <laughs> ugh. <laughs> and uh, but Charlie says, yeah, you know, any minute though, there could be a, a, a wall of gushing water could come. Uh, uh, what do you mean, wall of water? <laughs> yeah, it's not just water. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like it's, dog shit and street sludge. Uh, he knows like about the sewer systems and stuff. He has like this is like Charlie yeah, he has, like, being somewhat intelligent. Yeah. He has yeah. field experience here. <laughs> Definitely. It's sewage. And uh, but it dawns on him. He's like, oh, yeah, like the thing we do with Frank. Yeah. Uh, D, uh, can we get naked really quick? <laughs> <laughs> I learn response is just like, no. <laughs> you know, he's just sort of like, uh, like, what do you uh, mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, why would you even be thinking that? Oh, Oh, uh, uh, look at Queen D. Not good enough to get naked with a buddy all of a sudden. Uh, okay, why are you making it about that? <laughs> you know, it's not about that. This is a preposterous conversation we're having. Yeah, he he lets her know that, like, no, no, no. It's because you ball your clothes up, you put them up over your head, you let this like w- piss, piss and shit, and shit just like wash over you. It's actually kind of refreshing. <laughs> and then you know you get dry clothes at the end of it, so it's not so bad. Yeah, and I mean. If you're going to be fucking around in the sewers, this is not a bad, this is one I mean, way at to least dry it, clothes is better than wet clothes. That's his point. It's yeah. better than the sewage being on you. Yeah, that's his point. But that's not good enough for D. Oh, look at Queen D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Queen D thing is so funny. The Queen well, again, everybody. Buddy. The Queen <laughs> speaks. So, yeah, so she gets her shoe stuck. This is what they're like, all right, let's just get out of here. She's stuck, and... Well, just take your shoes off. Right. Now, she, this, I love this, like, I don't even know what to call it. Like, the way she goes, give me your shoes. And he's like, no, you'll stretch them out. <laughs> and and she's like, no, 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 you just said that you, you, you don't mind taking your clothes off. And he's like, you'll no, 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 it's not about that. Stretch them out. <laughs> yeah, like, he's saying, like, no, I'm not saying that I think it's gross. <laughs> I'm saying you'll stretch them out. Yeah, he's more it's worried so about his shoes. Funny. Yeah, I can understand like that though. Than... Like someone just like stretching out your sweatshirt or something, and <laughs> it bummed me out. <laughs> yeah, up. but I mean, yeah. Uh, but you gotta help. You wouldn't help D out in this situation. Uh, no. Now, according to the episode "Who Pooped the Bed," D wears a woman's thirteen, which is a men's eleven. I don't know if Charlie's wearing an eleven. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I would guess Charlie's like a nine or a ten, if anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, D I think would stretch them out, and this is you know this where it dawns on Charlie to take off because they're gonna miss the movie. But also, I feel like he senses that the wall of the wa- water is coming. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's got like a sewer sense about it. Yeah, he he knows the the ways, and he he gives D a I'll come back for you. No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> then we hear the water. We even see the water coming a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we see it a little bit. And I like how <laughs> it's a little suspenseful in that sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an action movie, Like a w- it's usually a wall of flames they're usually running mm-hmm. from. But they do one from walls of water. Sometimes, now yeah. And then. 
uh, and, and it starts coming. She starts frantically taking off her jacket. And uh, how naked do you think she got by the time? Well, she says it. She took it all off and held it above. She said, "I don't know." She had a theater. foot stuck. So how did that? I know that. I don't. Yeah, that I don't get how that happened. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she just took her shoe off because at that point, yeah, she had nothing to lose. Yeah, I, I wish we got like a "I lost my shoe" reference at the end or something. Right, I never got my shoe back. Yeah. However, uh, and we end that scene with six minutes and forty-seven seconds on the clock. So then we pick up with six minutes and 46 seconds on the clock. We see Mac interrupting Dennis in traffic. And he's got this woman here, Elena, in the in the car with him. Mm-hmm. And they need a tow truck for this. How on earth could she need a tow truck? I think it's uh, Dennis just trying to play like caretaker. Sure. He's demonstrating his value. Yeah, by being like, oh, take company. care of everything. Like this like right. this was my problem. I will solve all of it. He in yes, fact he de- you know, owns a chain of auto body repair shops. Exactly. They don't explicitly say it, but this is Dennis demonstrating his value. Yes. He's running the Dennis system. And he's checking her ID. Mm-hmm. She was born in nineteen eighty five. Checks out. That makes her 26 at the time of filming. It would make her 38 now, just for some math there. Uh, that checks out, yeah. And uh, Dennis, for, for okay, so Dennis has lied to her and told her that he owns auto body shops. Yes. And then for literally no reason, he also invented Facebook with the Wink- Voss twins. Yeah, you know, like Zuckerberg <laughs> didn't do shit. Really screwed them on that. <laughs> he got some hush money, so it's all good. I love it's like we didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> why we why this? Why? I don't know. I feel like this whole season has been like Facebookish. <laughs> yeah, kinda. I love like the Winklevoss twins, like don't they sound like James Bond villains? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> like what is that? Winklevoss twins? Like You know crazy. who they are? Yeah, of course. The guys who they got, you know, sued with uh Zuckerberg about inventing Facebook mm-hmm. and he stole from them and all that stuff. Yeah. So they uh side story, they like did their own social network that like kind of failed. Um okay. but it was like a kind of the same as Facebook and it concentrated on like uh college students and so it had this like chat thing and they were always on. So at the time I signed up for this app, I forget what it's even called now. It kind of like bothers me that I can't remember it. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually just messaged them and I was like, hey, what's, what is this app? Because I just signed up for it. And they were like, oh, yeah, we like took part in like Facebook and they explained it to me. It was so weird. Wait a minute. I, I had the, a. The actual <laughs> yes, I talked to one of them. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's great. That's madness. Yeah, so but uh, you, Dennis wasn't around though, because Dennis apparently knows them. Mm-hmm. Dennis is a uh, I I, inv- I invented Facebook. What a wild thing to say. Yeah, and it's at that point it's like Elena like just playing aloof or <laughs> she's into this. I don't know. She's Buying into him. Up. I don't know. Yeah, because he like leans over. He's not going to waste any more time. It, He's like touching her thigh. Yeah, he just a, like a hand reach over to her leg. It's pretty pretty big move there. It's a, it's so Frank it stands a move in the car, but <laughs> yeah, the the stop short, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Mac, a great like you know comedic, 
timing, callback, the way you would do it in an improv right. scene. If he interrupts in the other situations. He's going to do it here. Mac comes into the car, comes in. He's coming back just like he said he would. Uh, and and uh, he says some unfortunate thing here about yeah. Elena. He says, who's the brown girl? Which I don't care for. No, of course not. It's fucked up. But Dennis says that uh, he got into an accident, a little fender bender, and she was actually on her way to see Thunder Guy. What are the odds? What are the odds? <laughs> she seen it She's... twice already. <laughs> yeah, twice. <laughs> she loves it. Uh, what's, what's, uh, what's with the helmet, bro? It's pretty cool, right? And this is what she says. Hey, uh, esta bonito. She goes, yeah, hey, it's, which is, it's beautiful. <laughs> which is so, it made me laugh every single time. Like, one, she says it in Spanish, and two, just it's like. She that, thinks it's beautiful? It's just a black, plain black helmet. <laughs> She's like, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, esta bonita. Oh, yeah, bonito, yeah. And, uh, it's and, very and, Thunder Gun. Yeah, he, Dennis, it's sweet as shit. It's very Thunder Gun. Even Dennis is into it. He's going to wear it during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, he just says it's very Thunder Gun. Is that a adjective? Yeah. So now he's not using it as, you know, it's a man's name. And we got all mad about that. Yeah, it's not a verb. It's a noun, but he's using it now as in an adjective. In this case, it's an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's used as everything in this episode. <laughs> uh, and this is where the traffic starts clearing up. So, uh, Back wants them to punch it. Another action movie thing. So then on the River Loop tour boat, Frank continues giving the tour. And Charlie and I, we go down the sewer. And first thing we do is to preserve our clothes. We take, take our clothes off. We get totally naked because you don't want to get wet. We ball our clothes up. We stick them up someplace high. There's this waitress who Charlie's in love with. And... Uh, I banged her. Charlie got really upset when I banged the waitress. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. She was a nice piece of ass. We don't know who you're talking about. Charlie, he's my buddy. We sleep together. We hang out together. Once I pooped in the bed. I blamed it on him. <laughs> One time the guys got cr- hooked on crack. It was really crazy. Well, they found a baby in a dumpster. They wanted to make some money with the baby, but nobody would buy the baby because it was white. They sort of had to turn it brown. We were fighting over the sword. And just about when we were about to hit each other with the sword, social services came in. We thought we were killing the baby. <laughs> I don't understand this talk. Charlie wrote this musical. Oh, man, it was really funny. I play a troll on the musical. Troll? Yeah, and it's called The Nightman Cometh. I can sing you my song if you like. Uh, you got you to gotta pay the troll toll to get into this boy's hole. Yeah, I to get in. I was saying, uh, soul, he was saying, I, he thought I was saying, boy's hole. One of the things I like doing most is banging whores. I, uh, I go out and bang a lot of whores. Listen, here's the thing. I'm going to have to jump off here. So you guys enjoy the rest of the tour on your own, okay? Oh, we're supposed to get back to our tour bus. That's your problem. Welcome to Philly. <laughs> no hesitation. Nah, no surrender. No hesitation. No surrender. No surrender. No surrender. No surrender. Oh, shit. A surrender. I love this. This is like 
this is my shit right here. This type of thing where they just you <laughs> run down adventures and stuff. This is my type of shit. I'm gonna I'm going to say to you what Frank says, and I want to see if you can tell me what episode oh, no. it is from. Right? <laughs> I so, knew you were gonna do this. <laughs> this is what I want. This is what I want. I want the episode it's from if you can. I want the <clears> episode <throat> number in or the episode season if you can. Okay. It's gonna be pretty tough. Um, okay. So the first thing he talks about here is he him and Charlie get naked in the sewer. And they put the clothes on the head. What episode is he talking about in with this? This was one of the toughest ones, I think. I'm going to stop it right there. It's a trick question. He's talking about this episode. He's talking about what Charlie was talking about earlier in this episode. They haven't been in the sewer yet? They talk about being in the sewer the- in, in D Gives Birth. But mm-hmm. not like how he's saying, oh, but we put the clothes above our head or whatever. He's just referencing what okay. happened earlier. This is self-referential. It's, yeah, this is self. This is a callback to just this episode. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. This is just to validate what Charlie said earlier. Right. It's just a callback. A normal, regular you, callback. You tricked me. I tricked All you. Right, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, okay. He 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 banged this the waitress. This woman Charlie's in love with this woman, the waitress, and he banged her. When did he do um, that? What episode did he do that? This is this tough. Is gonna, this is like to us. Yeah. Not only thinking, this is like eight hundred years ago to us. Like we did this episode. <laughs> we like, all right. I'm gonna say this is season four or two. Season two. Okay. Episode four. So you were there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, season two, close. episode four or two. Mac bangs Dennis's mom. Remember, everybody's banging everybody and like trying to like. Big they do jealous. A yeah, they do the stakeout. That's right. Uh, and he has to add that, you know, she was a nice piece of ass. <laughs> it was <fun>. <laughs> And I love these guys like, who are you like who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a real question. <laughs> and I love this, Charlie, he's my, my buddy. Yeah, my buddy Charlie. <laughs> they sleep together, they always things like Yeah, we sleep together, <laughs> we eat together, we work together. <laughs> All right, and now he says this one time he pooped the bed and blamed it on Charlie. Now, what is he talking about? Oh, uh, who pooped the bed? Right, do you know what season that is? I don't know, five? Four. Season four, four okay. episode seven. Okay, and there's another time, a couple of the guys got hooked on crack. It's really just Dennis and D, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh, season two. Season two, welfare. yep, episode three, Dennis and D go on welfare. Very good. Uh, another, then they they found a baby in a dumpster. They want the, yep. they want to sell. No one would buy the baby. He says <laughs> because nobody <laughs> would buy the baby because it was white. <laughs> right. That's the uh, season three. The gang finds a dumpster baby. Now that is that. It's a, uh, now. Know what's interesting? That season three, episode one. And you know what's actually funny about Frank saying this is Frank wasn't involved in that storyline. No. Him and Charlie were collecting the junk, and Mm -hmm. then they were living in the dumpster. Yeah, they were getting coats for their coat to protect their coats. Yeah, like the the selling (laughs) the baby, no one buying the baby because he's white and all that stuff. He they he wasn't really. It's weird he even knows about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he talks about the ending of that episode with the sword. You remember that? How they get the sword over the baby, and the lady comes in. Yeah, he talks about that. Uh, these are like really. The episode f- is just fighting over the sword, weren't they? 
Yeah, they were fight. Yeah, they were all kind of fighting over the sword while D the baby and Mac was were painting. There. No, they were painting the baby. <laughs> yeah, Would, yeah. So, like, he was saying they were going to hit each other with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what they. Yeah, maybe they were fighting. I forget, kind of. Then they wrote a musical, "The Nightman Cometh." That's the season four finale. Yep, that's yeah. They wrote a musical. It's the it's season four, episode thirteen, "Nightman Cometh," and it's funny. Like, he says, "Nightman Cometh," and he's he want me to sing the song, and he like, sings the song, and then he just says what the joke is. Yeah, he sort of explains that I I don't care for that part of it. Really, I kind of like that. He's like, I was saying boys hole and they thought i was saying boys like i just love that he's like bringing that up again like because that is the funniest part about the song <laughs> it is the funniest <laughs> part of that song but like i i think we all get it now he says he, he played a troll do you remember who he actually did play what his name was antonio antonio <laughs> antonio, <laughs> antonio. <laughs> yeah <laughs> His name for some Italian troll. Yeah, his name for some insane reason is Antonio. They say it like once. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, and then now he starts talking about how he likes to bang whores. Do you remember what this is? It's not. Is it a callback? Maybe he mentions banging. He likes to bang whores in a previous episode. I mean, Roxy, I mean... That's right. Remember the, when he's with Charlie? He's like, I like to bang whores. He's all sad, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. After the date, that's... Yeah, he likes to bang whores. And the guy, I love the guy translates. He likes to... He sleeps with hundreds of prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> he says he sleeps with hundreds of prostitutes. I mean, would you translate that to other people? <laughs> would you be like... <laughs> I get a sense of myself. I, I'm aware yeah. of what I heard. Right. I'd be like, something's wrong here. I don't want to like freak anyone out. Like Something's definitely right. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to tell them something. This is where he's going to jump off. <laughs> yeah, I love this part. All right. This is where I get off. <laughs> and guys, you know, how do we get back to the tour bus? Oh, it's your problem. Welcome to Philly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to Philly. Welcome to Philly. This is your uh, Philadelphia hospitality there. <laughs> yeah. He jumps out. No surrender. You know, no hesitation. No surrender. No surrender. Turns the corner. There's police. I surrender. That's just comedy. <laughs> I mean, it's con- it's like con- It's the formula. Yeah, they all kind of like when they break off, say no surrender, no surrender. Yeah. And it- then kind of get jammed up. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, they all sort of just like feel like. They do make it there, though, at the end. I mean, they do make it. <laughs> yeah, they do. So at the theater, Mac, Dennis, D, and Charlie reunite to watch Thundergun. So yeah, the Theater of the Living Arts. Did you look anything up about this place? Yeah, so this is like south of the City Hall, probably, and, stuff. Right, and the theater itself is not a movie theater. It's a live music venue, and there are no it seats. It looks like that, just from the marquee. Yeah. It looks like a... Like a yeah. Somewhere you go see a band or something. It's exactly right. And everything I looked up, it says there's no seats or anything in there. It's not like that. It's like like a stage. And you of course. St- yeah. It's called the Theater of the Living Arts. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's live shit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting that this is where they put the, the- they put the movie, though. Uh, 
I think they just probably like the aesthetics of the building. Yeah, it's probably a famous marquee. P- it's probably a famous place too. It sounds like a famous yeah. place in Philly. Exactly. So, uh, and Max in the theater, and he's in his helmet, which is great choice. Mm-hmm. Great choice to just not take the helmet just off. Snacking out. Snacking out. Uh, he, he, when I was watching this with fiance Katie, she thought he was going to pour those sour things into his popcorn because that's what we do. We take sour Skittles and we pour it into our popcorn at the movie theater. So we eat like popcorn and sour Skittles like together. <laughs> it's very, very good. <laughs> do you remember the time we went to uh, see uh, Improvised Seinfeld in New York? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And they did a whole bit about this. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> he said like- The guy playing did, Jerry Seinfeld I did the, a whole monologue yes, on this. Yes, and I remember the exact joke. He said- because I remember laughing so hard at Ka- me and Katie because we both do this. But he goes, he goes, <laughs> if you're in the movie theater and you're putting Skittles in there and and and, and Snickers and in M&Ms there, M&Ms, and just watch the fucking movie. <laughs> just watch the movie. <laughs> He's like, just just watch the movie. <laughs> it was such a good turn on yeah, the joke yeah, too. He's like, if you're in the waste, just just watch the movie. <laughs> just watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do like throwing stuff into my popcorn. Uh, and then Charlie comes in, and they start immediately screaming. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, volume goes up immediately. Hey! He's like, going, hey, oh, they're <laughs> screaming at each other. Yeah, they're all talking about where each other are and stuff. <laughs> and uh, Mac, t- uh, sorry, before this, Mac takes offense to the way the oh, guy sure. <laughs> next to him puts his uh, arm divider down. Oh, speaking of which. <laughs> it's a nice way to do that. Uh, speaking of which, let's just get our movie goers, all these these people in the here. Let's get them out of the way. All right. Our movie goers. Movie goer number one is played by Marcus Choi. He was from Toronto, Canada. He's in Sharknado, The Last Ship, Isn't It or Romantic? The OA, Luke Cage, Agents of the Shield, Community, Happy Endings, and Raising Hope. Okay. Moviegoer 2 is played by Claire Rizzoli. She was born 1973 from Torrance, California. She was in Franklin Bash, Labor Pains, Malcolm in the Middle, How to Succeed at Birth, Sharktopus. <laughs> Sharktopus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't ready to read that. Singled out. In Moviegoer 3 is played by Teresi Esposito. She was in House Secret Fridays. And get the script to Woody Allen. Okay. Uh, There's a fourth person. Yeah. And they are Asa Roger Turner uh, from Old City, Pennsylvania. She was in Hotel Noir, Brother White, Law and Order, L.A., The Amazing Spider-Man and Criminal Minds, and Bad Boys for Life. Oh, nice. Bad Boys for Life. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Um, That's an action movie right there. That's a nice little tie-in. Um, yeah, uh, he like, yeah, he gets offended at this guy putting his armrest down, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And Mac, uh, spits a sour straw onto the floor. Yeah, too tart for him. Yeah. Uh. That's when Charlie runs in. Yeah, Charlie says, awesome helmet. So again, (laughs) everyone loves the helmet. Everyone's on board for the helmet. (laughs) Probably the goofiest thing, like... (laughs) <laughs> uh, Mac wonders where D is. Yeah, it turns out D wasn't Thundergun enough. <laughs> Charlie was the only one Thundergun enough. Truly, I think so. Did right? he get jammed up? No, he made it all the way. Yeah, he, he went through the sewer. all the obstacles. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, yeah, Charlie Thundergun did. Yeah, he's the only one that didn't get ditched. Is that right? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. And in fact, Dennis is here. He's thundergunning some Mexican chick in the back. Another little <laughs> casual <laughs> racism from uh, Mac. Mac. Yeah. And thundergunning a verb. Yeah, thundergunning. Uh, and even saying D wasn't thundergun enough is mm-hmm. like a, a adjective, right? Yeah. Uh, but you know, nice. Uh, he's moving faster than usual. Yeah, he's getting a hand job. You can <laughs> see her hand moving up and down. Too. Yeah, I know a little bit yeah. from time to time. Uh, and everybody in the theater is okay with this guy getting a hand job. <laughs> I guess uh, he's like, oh yeah, I am. And uh, <laughs> this guy wants them to be quiet, and they do the thing they said they were gonna do. Yeah. Well, why don't you just switch seats with us if we're bothering you so much? Just switch seats. This is nuts. Can you, like the movie hasn't even started yet. I'd be like, I know they're already. <laughs> holy mess shit! In the theater. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, so I'd be so stressed out in here. <laughs> uh, they switch seats here, and this is where D comes in. She made it. Hey, you made it. Yeah, and she she's all happy and like she's like happy to report to Charlie that she did what he said and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you held them over your head. You yeah. took them off. <laughs> Told you the water was coming. But she really smells bad, according to the woman next to her. Mm-hmm. And that would be because the shit in her hair. What if, what if you switch seats and then I can be closer to those guys yeah, and then you can... She does the switch seats thing. It's like it's like they do this all the time. Yeah, they're accustomed to this. <laughs> it's definitely their go-to strategy. And uh, she's like, babe, let's get out of here. But all they do is switch seats. Right, yeah. Uh, and they're talking about the wall of water. The wall of water came with the vengeance. Mm-hmm. And when they point out to D that... I love this little bit here. I don't, is this improvised? <laughs> I don't know. But they point out to D that Dennis is getting a hand job up in the back. Seriously? And, and she says, oh, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> she congratulates him. I think it's just a funny, oh, congratulations. <laughs> uh, they're all there except Frank. Yeah, I wonder where Frank is. So at a police station, Frank uses his one phone call to call, call in a bomb scare. And this is so quick. He just he's was arrested from the ferry thing. And he calls nine one one on his one phone call. It's weird though that he says it's funny to say I'm gonna call in a bomb. What did he say? A bomb threat. I'd like to report a bomb. A threat. report a bomb threat. Yeah. Well, how shouldn't you be reporting a bomb or making the threat? <laughs> he's reporting a bomb threat. So right, someone the, told him <laughs> about a bomb. Do you know what being, I mean? threatening <laughs> to the theater yeah like like i don't know i don't think you call in i don't think you call in a bomb threat you make a bomb threat you say yeah, i have you, a, yeah you threaten you the threaten bomb. that there's a bomb yeah exactly but he sounds like he heard there was like someone else threatened that there was a yeah bomb. this is hearsay from frank <laughs> right so then back in the theater we see the the movie get shut off and the building evacuated yeah don't you love this Elena kind of being on board with these guys? Like, because they do the yes. switch seats thing with her. It's much now. better, isn't it? Yeah, to have when her. When someone's on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's not weirded out by any of this or <laughs> nothing. She yeah, likes it. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, because they do the switch seats with, with Dennis and Elena and they come walking mm-hmm. down. And I love Dennis introduces her. This is Elena. Yeah, this is Elena. <laughs> uh,. 20th Century Fox, that's playing. Dun, 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 dun. And we come, we bring in the usher. We have a, did you read the usher? 
Yeah, Usher is played by Lisa Schwartz. She was in Party Girl. This isn't working. Not cool. Talking Tom and Friends. Fool's Paradise. Aimless and My Music. Nice. These are all projects she's involved in. She reports that there's a, a, been a bomb. Th- Katie was Katie was wondering if they would say this at all, if they would just evacuate without telling you anything. Yeah, they probably evacuate you. They don't want to panic you. Yeah, but she comes in and says there was a, there was a bomb threat. And they immediately realized, Frank, you know what? Frank? Yeah, Frank, Frank did <laughs> he this. He thunder-gunned the shit out of us. He thunder-gunned the shit out of us. <laughs> that is such a funny line. And I like how Elena's like, Frank? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she has no idea who Frank is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we get the uh, credits. They never get to see Thundergun. And it is revealed in the next Thundergun, Thundergun 4 Maximum Cool. It's revealed that they never seen the movie. Like, they had to, like, bootleg it or something. They never got a chance to see it in the theater. So, what is your favorite character this episode? Um, my favorite character is going to be Dennis. Nice. Yeah, Dennis does some good stuff. I, I think I'm going to go with Frank, though. I haven't had Frank as a favorite character in a long time, <laughs> I feel like. But just, man, the recap and just this, like, just like stealing the boat without any hesitation. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and no surrender. No surrender. <laughs> and what is your favorite scene? Um, my fr- favorite scene is going to be Frank on the boat Me when too. he first starts and, like, kind of jumps into character. Oh, okay. And even his later scene where he's, like, talking about past episodes, even though. It could be like kind of like hacky to just reiterate plot lines from the past. I like love I it. just I, find it yeah. fun in the music. That is my favorite scene too. I, I love that to to just run down like just state out loud the stupid shit that they've done. It also makes you feel like they actually have done these things. Where it's not like each oh, episode, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there is there is like a continuity. There is like a weight to everything they do. Uh yeah. And what is your favorite line of dialogue? My favorite line's going to come from the traffic cop when he's like, dude hangs dong. Like, the <laughs> fact that he's, like, so into it and everybody's into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't say, like, a for- like a whole sentence. It's just, dude hangs dong. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think my favorite line's going to be from Elena when she says it's Esta Bonito to Max just plain black helmet. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Like she's so positive and kind of like into what they're like. You know, Her like, lines are written by someone who's taken high school Spanish. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us to the wiki trivia challenge. These are three trivia facts. One of them is on the always sunny wiki trivia for this episode. The other two are made up by me. Russ, please guess the one that is actually on the website. I'll do my best. Uh, you always do. Number one, in the Lucas Davenport novels, there is a character codenamed Thundergun. Number two, in the movie Batman Returns starring Danny DeVito, Batman mm-hmm. uses an electric gun called a thunder. Number three. <laughs> it's called a thunder, not a thunder gun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know, Ross. I don't know. <laughs> it's just what it says. Okay. <laughs> Number three. An alternate title of this episode the gang is The Gang Goes to the Movies. An alternate title is The Gang Goes to the Movies. Uh, I'm going to go whatever the first one was. Seemed very specific. In the Lucas Davenport novels, there is a character codenamed Thundergun. That is yeah, it's a- enough that I won't look up. 
That is incorrect. <laughs> That's <laughs> enough information that I won't. <laughs> I won't question it. No, that is incorrect. Although the Lucas Davenport novels are real novels, I do not. I've never listened to any or read any, and I do not know if there's anyone named Thunder God. So where'd you come up with that? Uh, it just seemed like random enough to almost be true, like obscure enough. But there are a series of detective novels that are like on my list of books to read. And the action oh, so boys. This is your up and coming list. <laughs> well, the Action Boys podcast that I like listen to. Uh, we both mm-hmm. listen to. They, they, one of the guys on there likes the Lucas Davenport novels a lot. They're called like prey novels or something. And uh, he's like a detective, and he talks about them. So it's just kind of like in my head of like, oh yeah, I gotta listen to those. All right. Uh, and I was trying to think of something, you know, action movie adjacent. But no, actually, the the correct one is an alternate title of this episode is The Gang Goes to the Movies. Would you have preferred that title? No way. This Thundergun Express makes it so much more, it lives up to the expectation of the episode, which is like kind of action movie adjacent. Like Yeah, it, it that that movie ha that title has a momentum that the show the the, the episode the also episode. has. Yeah. It has like a momentum to it and express that going from one place to the next. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, definitely Thunder Gun Express is a is a much better title. Way better sure. episode. Title. Yeah. All right, that brings us to our final thoughts on this episode. Is this episode not Thunder Gun enough? Or did this episode thundergun the shit out of us? I think it thundergun the shit out of us. Yeah, I'd say so too. I was I was surprised that like, oh, I don't remember this being like this funny, but yeah, I know it is. I there's, agree. There's a lot of like really silly stuff and like it just has a fun energy to it. it everything moves so fast that there's nothing really has time to breathe. Which is one yeah. thing about it, you know what I mean? Like, they're not really in the sewer. They're only in the sewer for one scene. They're only in this for one scene. The only thing mm-hmm. that kind of breeds is Frank's riverboat thing. And I think that is the funniest part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... Uh, but uh, yeah. Dennis and the car breeds Yeah, a I guess bit. that breeds a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. Katie was saying how Dee and Charlie's storyline was the weakest for her. Oh, really? Yeah. And maybe it is because it, there isn't much to it besides the sewer. But yeah, I mean, all, all together, I think, yeah, yeah, this episode's very funny. Very crazy shit. The the tapes, Dennis's tapes, like all of it. It's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a good one. I, I liked it a lot. A lot yeah. more than I anticipated. Me too. Yeah, me too, for sure. I was like, oh, this is much easier than I was thinking. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. What um, what do we got next week? Even though I know. Uh, the next. Next uh, episode that we record, yeah, there you go. won't be next week. No. Uh, will be the high school reunion part one, or right? Are we gonna do them together? It's just called the high school reunion. It's We're gonna do them separately. Oh. Okay, okay. Because um, they are two different episodes. I didn't watch these ahead of time, so it is kind of hard for me to pull the two apart. Right. Even having watched both of them. I can't. Right. You can only say certain things. Right, 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 right. I mean, I remember D being... See, I, I, I remember D being in the full back brace, but that's probably the second episode. 
Yeah, I think that might be the second episode. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of hard. Like Dennis and his tools. Does that happen in that's this episode? The second episode. It's that's the second one. So I'm like, so <laughs> okay. Do we find out Max's real name in this first one? We must. I yes, we do. Okay, we but find, okay, yeah. We get a ton of like reoccurring characters. Totally, cricket, the bees guy, right? Yep, <laughs> we what get is the bees name? guy. I don't know his name. Brad name. Fisher. Brad Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, oh, we give them hornets. They're hornets. Charlie right. thinks Hornet, they're bees. Hornet scars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie thinks they function like bees, but yeah. Uh, we get return of cricket. Cricket, right, 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 right. The return of Maureen. Maureen. Oh, that's right. Of course. Awesome. Uh, who's, and uh, that, we get introduced to some other characters that we've maybe heard of. Right. Yeah, yeah, I believe yeah. we've heard of Tim Murphy by now. Okay. Tim Murphy. Sure. Because sure, sure. Tim Murphy banged Dennis's prom date. Oh, right. That's right. We have heard of Tim Murphy. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and then Dennis tries to bang his wife. I remember that. That happens in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is the, in the first episode, is this what Cricket is pretending to be a priest, but he's stealing everyone's? Yes, I love this episode. <laughs> I cannot. I just, everything that's happening is both so are funny. really good. Oh man, it's just so. It's an funny. amazing uh, two-part finale. <laughs> he has ringworm or whatever. Oh yeah, he looks so gross. <laughs> that's it's so crazy. Like, and he's like, it, it's funny because he. As we know him now, he has scars. Oh, he has, yeah. like lost teeth, and like he actually looks somewhat presentable like, when he shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he puts the priest outfit on, you almost can't yeah. tell that he's cricket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he does have the scar on his neck, though. He should have yeah. that. Yeah, I think he, it peeks out a little bit, but All you can right. hardly we gotta pay hardly attention. see it. Yeah, we gotta pay because because uh, the trash man hit him with that edge. <laughs> Must have had an edge. Uh, we get introduced to Adriano. Adriano, he's like the oh D's um, into Adriano, right? Yeah, he's kind of like the guy everyone flocks to. Right, right, right. He's who he's who Dennis thinks he is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what a name, Adriano. <laughs> nice yeah i mean this is this is uh i love Classic. these episodes yeah i love this um the waitress too waitress is in yep. this waitress is back yeah waitress hasn't been around for a while no not in a long time or cricket i mean or cricket yeah you're right you're right it's about time they're saving them for the big finale i like it though i like getting all these characters oh. ingrid nelson back and so, uh, ingrid's back too that's right ingrid yep. oh my god it's crazy like they should have a high school reunion every couple years at on always sunny <laughs> right have another high school <laughs> if reunion. they did another one yeah by now it'd be with like the, a 40 with, year <laughs> with these same characters too like all yeah. these people come back yeah yeah, yeah. it'd be freaking awesome <laughs> all right well yeah i'm looking forward to revisiting these it's been a while it's been a while. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate that. We hope you enjoyed Thundergun Express as much as we did. Okay. Until next time, a, a good, good day, day to you. We'll come back for you. <laughs> the Always Sunny cast is in no way endorsed or affiliated with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The FXX Network or Philadelphia. The views and thoughts expressed on this podcast are of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. 
If you enjoyed this podcast as much as we enjoy making it, please subscribe, rate, review, and pass it on. If you'd like to reach out, you can email us at alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com or stay in touch with us by following our Instagram account at thealwayssunnycastpod. We'll see you next time.